Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. shares a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. What does the United States' targeted killing of Iran's General Soleimani mean for us as believers? How should we react? Should we rejoice? Should we tremble in fear? In today's Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. will discuss this extremely significant event and how it fits into biblical prophecy. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on January 5th, 2020. This morning I got up as I do every Sunday morning, when that alarm clock goes off, and I say, Oh Lord, I'm not ready to wake up yet. (laughs) I just want to sleep in just a little bit longer, and like you, I hit that snooze button, and I just think to myself, man, it would just be great if I could sleep in today, and then the Lord reminds me that I cannot sleep in because I'm the pastor, and I have to go to church. So... Spent some time in prayer and made the decision to uh, talk about what has happened this last week, the breaking news on Thursday concerning this U.S. strike in Baghdad, Iraq. I had fully intended to uh, teach, we're teaching through and studying 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, by the way, and I had fully intended to teach verses 9 through 12 today, but I didn't want to rush through the prophecy update given what has happened, and doubtless you've already heard about this. For those of you who have not heard about this, I want to tell you that it is big. This is huge, and that's almost, in some regards, an understatement. So I'm sure you heard about this embassy attack, the U.S. Embassy in Iraq, and it was attacked by actually Iranians, and at the helm of this attack on our U.S. Embassy was one General Qasem Soleimani. Well, The President of the United States ordered a strike that killed him, along with others, on Thursday. And this, to me, is a stunning development that I think warrants us taking the needed time to talk about today for our Prophecy Update. Now, Lord willing, next week we will resume our uh, study through First Thessalonians. And by the way, I'm really uh, looking forward to First Thessalonians because uh, I know this is deeply profound, but after verses 9 through 12, which Lord willing we'll get to next week, 
You know what comes after verses 9 through 12? Again, I know it's deeply profound. Verse 13 of 1 Thessalonians 4, and on to the rest of the chapter. You know what that's about, right? Well, spoiler alert, it's about the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ, as Paul writes to the Thessalonian church. So again, Lord willing, we'll resume that Thessalonians study next week. What I want to do today is talk about the prophetic significance of what took place this last week in the Middle East. Further, I want to also answer a couple of questions, the first of which is a question that everyone is asking, what happens now? What happens next? Secondly, and perhaps more importantly, specifically as it relates to us here today, what does this mean? What does this mean when your alarm clock goes off tomorrow morning? Mine doesn't go off on Monday mornings. I try to sleep in on Monday mornings. I'm thinking about you tomorrow morning. What does this mean to you? When that alarm clock goes off tomorrow morning and you go about your week, you go to work, as some of you do, as you usually do, what does this mean to you? Those are the questions I'm hoping to answer at the conclusion of our time together today. We'll begin with this Fox News report about President Trump ordering the game-changing U.S. military attack that killed Soleimani, the head of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps elite Quds Force, among other military officials at Baghdad International Airport early Friday. I want to try in as much as I'm able to put this into perspective for those of you who are not familiar with who this guy was. This was a bad actor. I've been following him for many years, not following him on social media, but I've been following him uh, for many years. This guy had his handprint in Syria, in Lebanon, my birthplace, in Iraq most recently, and he was the most powerful man in Iran, save the Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khamenei, even more powerful than the President of Iran, Rouhani. This was a big get if I can say it that way. And it came as a shock to the Iranians and to the entire Middle Eastern side of the world. Quoting Fox, their deaths, this is interesting, again maybe an understatement, marked a potential turning point, I would say, dare I say, breaking point in the Middle East and are expected to draw severe retaliation from Iran and the forces it's backed in the Middle East against Israel and American 
interest. Perhaps this would be as good of a time as any to parenthetically remind you and say that as far as the Islamic Republic of Iran is concerned, and please delineate between the regime and the people of Iran. This is important. Please make this distinction. When we talk about Iran, we are not talking about the people of Iran. In fact, when this happened, there were people in Iran that were celebrating, celebrating. We've talked about this before. Do you realize, you're never going to hear it in the media here, but do you realize that in Iran today, God is moving and Iranians are coming to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ by the multitudes, by the multitudes, and they go underground for fear of death if they're found out. Do you realize that in Iran today, a Muslim comes to Christ, they're born again, they're saved. If they are found out, that's it, they're done, they're dead. And by the way, if they try to invite maybe a friend of theirs there in Iran to their underground church, and it's found out, they're done, they're dead. Think about that. Let that sink in. That's what is happening in Iran today. So when I refer to the regime, I am not including the people of Iran, rather the Islamic Republic of Iran and the supreme leader, the Khamenei. Do you understand that as far as they are concerned, America is the great Satan and Israel is the little Satan, and they chant again, this is the Islamic Republic of Iran, death to America, death to Israel, in that order. Why? Because first America has to go, so that once America is out of the way, they cannot come to the defense of Israel, which we would do today. So first, death to America, no America to defend Israel, to support Israel, then once there's death to America, then there's death to Israel. So for this leader to be killed at this time, in this way, by this administration, this is unthinkable. The nighttime attack, again quoting Fox, occurred amid tensions with the U.S., after an Iran-backed militia attacked the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad. I don't know if you watched the same news coverage that I watched or was on the same news feeds that I was on, but pretty disturbing images. Many were having flashbacks of Benghazi, only one thing was different. (laughs) This was no Benghazi, though they tried some to make it like that. But this president and this administration took action. You know what's interesting? Iran didn't think he would. Ooh, that was a mistake. It was targeted Tuesday by angry mobs who were protesting recent U.S. airstrikes. This came at the hands of one Salamani who orchestrated this, who choreographed this and planned this 
and in fact in Arabic on the wall outside of the U.S. Embassy there in Iraq. This is not in Iran, this is in Iraq. Hang on to that, that's going to be, I'm going to come back to that in just a moment. In Arabic was written the words, Salamani is our leader. I suppose it should come as no surprise that this has raised the ire of Iran, for whom, again, this killing is unthinkable. They could have never imagined that this would happen. I mean, this uh, Soleimani was, I mean, sort of strutting his stuff, going in and out of all of these countries. He had unfettered access to Iraq, Syria. Oh, by the way, Syria. We'll talk about that in a moment as well. And uh, so he was um, basically targeted and uh, taken out. And Iran, I believe, is still in shock today. According to Al-Arabiya, Iranian President Hassan Rouhani was quoted as saying that Iran and the free nations of the region will take revenge on the United States for killing Soleimani and the deputy commander of Iran-backed militias. You don't hear much about this, but this was another get. Abu Mahdi al-Muhandis. He was uh, number two in uh, uh, charge there with Soleimani. We get comments from time to time, actually often, uh, you're, you're too political, you're too political. To which I would say, listen, uh, this is biblical. This is biblical. When the political becomes the biblical, guess what? We're going to talk about it. Because one third of the Bible well nigh is prophecy. Did you realize that? Did you know that? One third of the Bible is prophecy. God does not want us to be ignorant when it comes to Bible prophecy. He wants us to be aware of and be informed, which is why He tells us before it happens what's going to happen. So when it happens, we'll we'll go like this. Okay, that just happened. Wow, that's right here. God said that would happen. Yeah. Oh, and, and this is happening. Yeah, God said this would be happening. Yeah, and then that's happening. Yeah, right here. God said that was going to be happening too. It's happening exactly as we were told it would. So what is this red flag? It's the red flag of Shiite Islam. Uh, Let me just say that in Saudi Arabia you have Sunni Islam, and in Iran you have Shiite Islam. So this is the red flag of Shiite Islam, which traditionally symbolizes the need for a bloody revenge. It's almost the flag of war. Some are even suggesting that this is the first time in history this flag has been flown on this mosque there in Iran. Even more interesting is that many Shiite Muslims believe 
the twelfth Imam or Mahdi, which is this Muslim Messiah that you find in the writings of the Hadith, the Muslim Did you realize that Islam has a Messiah that they're waiting for, that has to come according to their writings? And this Muslim Messiah, this Mahdi, cannot come until there is war and chaos with the West. Oh, interesting. So it's thought that this red flag is a flag that is now flown to alert, to ready the Iranians, the Shiite Muslims, that war is coming, and so too is the Mahdi, the Muslim Messiah. According to the Sun out of the UK, this is a red alert, a flag that symbols the signaling of a severe battle to come. Iran has vowed to hit 35 U.S. targets by virtue of the unfurling of the red flag of war, as America says it expects retaliation within weeks. Have a nice evening. Have a nice uh, afternoon too. So when I was uh, sharing this with my uh, son, he said, is Hawaii one of those 35 targets? It probably is. I don't know. But it doesn't matter. And I'll explain why here shortly. As I was scrolling through my Twitter feed, as I often do, I have to pray before I do, because like many of you, when you go on social media, and don't look at me all spiritual, because you do the same thing I do. I mean, it is such a temptation to get into the flesh. I mean, you see some of those posts, and you're like, I mean, your hands start shaking like a magnet to steel. Go to the keyboard and, hey, I can type 60 words a minute, by the way, with maybe like two, no, for real. You know, I took typing in school and, uh, you know, I I don't even write anymore. In fact, I had to write something uh, recently and I looked at my writing, I thought, I forgot how to write (laughs) because I just, I type everything. You know what really upsets me? I I know I'm digressing here, Just, just bear with me. You know, especially you young people, it's just not fair. You know, we learned how to type, right? And you guys get these devices, and you're going with your thumbs. I'm over here going like this, trying to, <laughs> on a device, which is why I go to my computer. And I mean, just like a magnet to steel, my fingers were like, you could say that. Oh, sure I could. And it's kind of like, you know, the, the, the imagery, we, we've all seen it where, you know, the devil comes up on one shoulder, he's got the red pitchfork and tights and horns. By the way, that's not what the devil (laughs) looks like, but he's over here, yeah, do it, do it, do it. My flesh loves that. I'm like, yeah. And then the Holy Spirit's over here, don't do it, don't do it. And I just want you to know that I had victory this last week. Last week. The week before, I don't want to talk about that. So I'm scrolling through my Twitter feed, and sure enough, President Trump tweets in response to this Iranian threat 
that they're going to target specifically 35 sites. And of course, Trump's going to weigh in, and he does, and he says, by way of tweet, quote, Iran (laughs) is talking very boldly about targeting certain USA assets as revenge for our ridding the world of their terrorist leader who had just killed an American and badly wounded many others, not to mention all of the people he had killed over his lifetime, including recently hundreds of Iranian protesters. By the way, this man had a lot of blood on his hands. Quoting Trump again. He was already attacking our embassy and preparing for additional hits in other locations. Iran has been nothing but problems for many years. Let this serve as a warning, warning all in caps, I kind of like that, again in a sanctified way, that if Iran strikes any Americans or American assets, we have targeted, and Trump is never outdone, you targeted 35? Oh yeah? I'm sorry, I, you'll forgive me, I just, I love this about our president. 35? <laughs> We're going to target 52! How about that? You know why? Parentheses. It represents the 52 American hostages taken by Iran many years ago. Remember that? I like that. Kind of into those kind of numbers that represent things like that, especially this. So he says, we have targeted 52 Iranian sites, some at a very high level and important to Iran and the Iranian culture. And (laughs) those targets and Iran itself, and we're all caps now, will be hit very fast and very hard. The USA wants no more threats. Good for the President of the United States. I could just hear them in Iran. This President is no Obama. I'll give you just a moment on that one. I don't think he has any plans uh, of sending 150 billion with a B dollars cash on a plane, on a pallet, to us anytime soon. He might be sending something else to us, but it won't be that. Let's talk about Israel. As you might imagine, I mean, Israel is watching this very closely for what would be deemed obvious reasons. They're bracing for Iranian retaliation. Ynet News is reporting that the IDF is on heightened alert along the border regions, fearing possible retaliation by Iran-aligned groups, Hamas and Hezbollah. You have to understand that, that Hezbollah and Hamas are like fingers on the hand of Iran. They, they move everything. Are you ready? 
If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's Prophecy Update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this Prophecy Update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s Prophecy Updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to inspiritandtruthradio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.